Hey, uh, Coach, we're ready to go if you just want to open a statement or something. Um, well, I, I, I'm here to talk about whatever it is that you think you can understand. Hey, uh, Co- Coach Saban, Coach Saban, uh, AL.com, AL.com. Uh, I, I just want to go ahead and ask you one thing. Uh, is, the, is the Texas job distracting you, thinking about it? I don't know of any jobs in Texas. I'm- coach, 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 Tyrone Crimson Bear from AL.com. Did DJ Fluker use any of that money on uh, the fancy Manziel autographs? DJ Fluker is a tremendous young man, a sterling young man who makes a lot of money in the NFL, as do many of my former players. I still send him notes during every game on all the things he fucks Hey, Coach Saban, Coach Saban, Alfonso Chalchescu, AL.com, AL.com division. I just want to ask you, do you think payers should be played? I mean, do you, do you think that do you think that's something that's happening? Also, I, I just want to say you look radiant today. Well, I don't need to hear that. Um, we we did not have a great practice today, so no, I don't think players should be paid unless they learn how to practice. You can talk to Mike Slive about that. I've never met the man. I don't have time. Uh, Nick, um, can we talk Nick, about Texas A and M? DD McDD from AL dot com. Uh, you said earlier all of your players that make it to the pros have been paid, but is it not true that Greg McElroy has not accepted any money since the eighth grade and has been playing for the Jets for free? Uh, I've never heard that name before. I'm sorry. Coach Saban, Coach Saban, uh, uh, Lorenzo. I, I don't have a last name. AL.com. Actually, AL.com is my last name. I just want to go ahead and, and ask you this. Uh, this is an A&M question. I just wanted you to know that. It's a straight-up A&M football question, and it's this. Are you going to be coaching the Dolphins next year? Oh, for Christ's sake! Um, it, 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 listen, I'm, uh, I'm gonna leave. Um, there's, there's not practice right now. Coach, I'm coach, go what? practice by myself coach, out, out on the field. It, coach, just one last question, if you would. Fine. Uh, tr- Trickles McDunderbunk, AL.com. Uh, how does it feel to make almost two million dollars less in a year than Andy Reid? Uh, it, it feels fine. Coach Reid is an ex. What, ha- hang on. Ha- what was that number? Uh, almost two million, sir. Uh, all right, hook 'em. I'm I'm taking out taking off. Hey, Phil, Phil, Phil from Auburn Illustrated. I just want to go ahead and say, War damn eagle. That was uh, Jason Kirkus, Nick Saban. Which My face hurts so bad right now. Yeah, you had the you had the sides of your had the sides of your mouth. You can't. You guys up. can't see it, but I was making the face the whole time and doing the gestures. Could you hear the wind from the the hand gestures? <laughs> How how long do you think you could sustain a conversation that was just you doing Nick Saban talking to Mac Brown? Um, well, I think the Mac Brown quotient would sort of raise the sunshine level of it, make it more bearable just because he's so pleasant. He can make awful news like such as all the news surrounding Texas football sound not so bad. So anyone who could pull off a Mac Brown would just that would brighten the whole brighten the whole day. He really does. He can even say things like. Like, well, you know, we took Manny Diaz, a bright, shining star in the coaching constellation, and we snuffed him out and turned him into a veritable white dwarf, infinite in density and alone and cold in the universe, and then brought another little white dwarf in next to him, a man by the name of Greg Robinson. That's, that's, that, like, he can make that sound pretty. And, and the, the spackle that he uses that, um, that just ties the whole thing together is just his trademark, it is what it is. Once he says that, it's, it's just magic. <laughs> So Texas fans would be better served thinking of them Mac Brown not as a head coach but as like a football oncologist. 
<laughs> what size is the tumor, Matt Brown? <laughs> well, you know, attitude's important when you're talking about cancer or Greg Robinson. Either one. It, it's it's an it's an energetic inflammation, and I'm uh, I'm more more enthusiastic than ever about getting it reduced in size. Man, that's that's actually really close to what what Mac Brown would would say. I, I love, by the way, that in this week in Schadenfreude, there were three fans who actually requested Greg Robinson's services as defensive coordinator, and then got it. Yeah, those those people need to be hunted down because they um. They conjured him. Yeah, like Beetlejuice. <laughs> the third time you say Greg Robinson's name, he appears in your living room with a stuffed animal and your roof falls in? No, 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 no. The first time, he's he's just kind of slow. <laughs> you get by him the first two times, but that third time, he stops you. Yeah, but <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I know somebody who with three times doesn't stop anything, and it's Greg Robinson on defense. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Hot tank. Um, I, uh, I did also find it really amusing, by the way, that, that there are people who, who think this could work. And by the way, this is the sick thing. Oh, there aren't. You know, there's like, right. <laughs> this really, this really is like a bad diagnosis, is it? Right? I'm just stuck on Mac Brown on, like, Sunny Oncologist, right? Well, but, yeah. they're, but they're going to beat Ole Miss just so that we can have that brief moment of thinking, hey, maybe this was the right decision. Maybe they got this turned around, right? And then they're going to give up 900 yards to Baylor. Yeah. Then Iowa State's going to run for, I don't know, 400? <laughs> and, and lose? Yeah. <laughs> well, it must have worked. <laughs> Could you know that, like, you know that, that, that that's waiting, right? That Paul Rhodes, like, remember they beat Nebraska 9-7 when, when Nebraska had, like, 23 turnovers? That shit's just waiting. It's just on, like, it's on the other end of the seesaw ready to jump off. Yeah, that's just, kind of fun. Like, we know the defense is bad, um, and we've seen some bad quarterback play there over the last couple of years. The quarterback plays... uh Holding steady for now, but when that goes too, <laughs> that's bad. Oh, we're so just so damn proud of my kamikaze landmine of a football team that sort of doesn't exist to compete, but merely to ruin other people's seasons. It's really kind of an art form in Ames. <laughs> um, so um, I-, I wanted to know: Do you know the exact uh, dollar amount? That, that Tyler Bray got out of this $45,000 chunk that morons gave to people who technically weren't their clients yet. Is this, are we guessing like price is right closest without going over? Cause I have no, I have no idea. Are, are we, are we, are we accounting for the, um, the, 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 uh, difference in exchange rate between here and Knoxville? Because there it could be like billions. That's a legitimate thing. By the way, like, what cities do you think have the highest exchange rates from one to the other? Like, if I took money from San Francisco and I put it in, like, Olathe, Kansas, you know, is that, like, the greatest gradient you can think of? And if so, what is that within the SEC? Like, if I take money out of Nashville, is Starkville the place where it's worth the most money? I, I think as long as you're on on sort of the earthly plane, yes. Uh, Baton Rouge would probably be both at the high and low end of that equation somehow. <laughs> Baton, Baton Rouge is still on the lira, so that doesn't apply. Uh, I'm sorry. sorry. You're right. I think you can still trade things for sacks of hominy in, uh, in Starkville. 
And that's not, you know, that's no, that's no, like, slam on Starkville. Well, you damn, know. what are we going to say about Starkville next week? It is uh, a slam on Hominy, though. It is a slam, yeah, <laughs> that, that it's that valued <laughs> anymore. I, um, I, I was just thinking, though, that, like, for, allegedly $45,000 was sort of spread out uh, to to Davis, who's this you know middleman and all or not middleman. I'm sorry, he's the the first point of contact in this whole chain of players, right? That that got paid. Who included? Just just to count, just so we can get the funny over with. All right, that that it, it included DJ Fluker from the University of Alabama, uh, roll tap. The University of Tennessee uh, quarterback Tyler Bray, which we'll talk about that. Uh, Tennessee defensive end Maurice Couch and Mississippi State's Fletcher Cox and Chad Bonfish. Now, and this got paid to former Crimson Tide defensive end Luther Davis. So he's like the intermediary in all of this. And I'm trying to figure out exactly how much money gave someone Tyler Bray because I want to know what is more expensive, a used Ford Escort or Tyler Bray? Yeah, I mean, just glancing at it earlier, it, it seemed like only about couple thousand or so for mr bray so what well, what year what year escort are we talking you know that this is like we'll have to pull up yield kelly blue book to really get to the bottom of this but for a year's worth of uh or, or for tyler bray's non-loyalty right just to get his interest apparently we'll have to give him i think a 1997 escort yeah but tyler bray comes with uh, a full tank of washer fluid so you got to factor that in but you don't know you don't know where it's coming out of the novels, right? It, and, and the the washer fluid is is in his liver, so you have to sort of get it out. But <laughs> it's like bear bile; you have to extract it. <laughs> so he's just been trying to flush that out this whole time. Uh, I guess that's what I guess that's what we're trying to say. I would not be surprised if Tennessee poison control was just we'll just drink it out. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just give me a straw. You give me a bottle of Jack, and you give me a lantern, I can get that out in a night. <laughs> I have a feeling there's a lot of liquids that apply to that equation in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm just saying. By the way, we'll, we'll go ahead, and you can't get a price on a fair. Condi- you can't get a price on a poor. Con- yep, here we go. Apparently, you can get a 1997 Ford Escort. Oh, if you could just see what it, this one looked like. Can you, des- can you describe the color? <laughs> yes, I can. The gray, the gray, the sort of like despair gray of Detroit's last dreams. That's wow. what, now, that's now, what now, it says. Spencer, your first car was an Escort, wasn't it? Oh, son, I had a 19. This is this is magnificent. First of all, it was nicknamed the Fatty Wagon because uh, that was my sister's nickname for me because uh, she loves because <laughs> she loves she loves me. So you were fatty or you were Fatty Wagon? I was fatty. Okay, because I was hoping it was the car was ultimately the fatty wagon wagon. No, 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 no. It was the fatty wagon after me. It was a 1987 Ford Escort station wagon. What? I had an 87 as well, my first car. What about oh. what, what? What about the third man here? Oh, I had a uh, 1997 Toyota Previa. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. No, no, please, come on. You went. It co- it was a car shaped like an egg. That has to count for something. 
Someone grew up with parents that loved him and had money. Let's do, you even, do you even know what a Toyota Previa looks like? Let's make fun of him for that. Never Jesus. heard of it. Sounds pretty fancy. <laughs> I know. Previa. That, sound, that sounds Italian. It sounds Tuscan, and I yeah. trust it implicitly yeah. because I'm an American, and I trust Tuscan things. By the way, if you want that 97 Ford Escort in just merely fair condition, well, you, Kelly Blue Book suggests you pay no more than $675. Okay, so Tyler Bray was just to court his interest toward signing with a particular NFL agency, as many as three or four of these fair condition Ford Escorts <laughs> stacked atop each other. <laughs> you could just roll up with a bouquet of them. You really what, if that's, what if that's what he was giving? Because they just said money and benefits. So it wasn't all cash. What if somebody just gave Tyler Bray this Ford Escort? And now he's the one selling it. Well, if he gave him the one that I had in station wagon form, if he turned on the heat of the AC, black mold began flying out of the vents every time you uh, used it. So, uh, and, and that's how you drop out of the draft. <laughs> and that's how you inhale the mold. That's how you start seeing things. And that's how you throw the ball to imaginary people. I've just explained sure. everything about Tyler Bray's career. Now, I want to know if they were actually transferring the Ford Escorts to him via Western Union through some sort of Alabama transmogification technology. If only someone could take a cell phone picture of the Western Union and the store where this occurred. Hmm. And then we did ha- that did happen on Twitter today. <laughs> <laughs> you have grown men tweeting out pictures of sticks and stuff. Now, what I want to know is, um, Pat, it was Pat Forty who was supplying the visuals. Did he do that like a couple months ago, or was he just like waiting? Well, yeah. and they're like, well, Pat, the story's going live. We need art. Or was he in Tuscaloosa? Was he like driving around? Right? Did he get the wrong sticks and stuff? They're like, dumbass. That's the one over on University. It's gonna blow the whole case. Now he's got he's got a whole Pinterest board full of them, and he's like, <laughs> oh, it's finally paid off. <laughs> All this time curating. Now, now maybe maybe Pat Forty is kind of like uh, the the Google the Google car and is just collecting data all around the country. <laughs> you tell him something chicanerous went down, he's got the photo just of this, the building. This massive three dimensional camera riding along slowly behind a street agent at all times. No, he yo, carries he carries it. Yo, man, get away from me! <laughs> just walks along. With it. Piggly Wiggly logged. <laughs> Did you see Pat Forty's evil recruiting camp caught somebody naked on a lawn in Shreveport? I'm not shocked by that, Pat Forty. But this is the other great thing, by the way, that that this is, first of all, it's 45 grand, which at the risk of some hubris, that, that's not a lot of money. That's just, just not, that's not a lot. Like, in what other sport or what other industry do you dangle like 36 grand at somebody uh, who's going to make millions and they're like, Ooh, 36 grand. Oh my God. I could buy a Honda element with all the fixings for that. Well, and we're talking like it's payments, the payments of DJ Fluker, the best player in the bunch. Um, it, it was like, let's, let, let's slide him 1500. I don't know. Can we take the cheaper car? Uh, let's, let's fly, you know, let's, let's take the cheaper flight. Let me, okay. We got, we got up to 2000, $2,000 for DJ Fluker. $45,000 is what you pay somebody when you want them to kill someone else, but you don't really care if you or they get caught. <laughs> yeah, that, those are floor, 
those are Florida meth lottery winner prices, right? Right. Like if right. you're a meth addict who who wins the lottery in Florida, they're like, "Yo, dog, I'll give you thirty five dollars in a subway card to take him out." <laughs> like that's, I, like, I, did, I did learn this, by the way, that DJ Fluker's full name. Like, remember we had this discovery, Jason, with uh, with Julio Jones' full name, mm-hmm. right? That Julio Jones, which you know, not exactly an unexotic name. That that that's a, merely a nickname because his real name is Quintoris Lopez Jones. Yeah, that's that's just brushing the surface. Right. Uh, DJ Fluker's full name that he registered under uh, at a hotel in New Orleans. By the way, Embassy Suites. So it's sensible, but with a little bit of flair. Yeah. Uh, his full name, Danny Lee Jesus Fluker. It could be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Which. Now I know why he goes. By I just DJ. like I just like the idea of, of abbreviating the name of the Son of God. Like, um, what's the J stand for? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But, but please call me Danny. Yeah. If, if you could just call me, like, you, there's probably an awkward week in DJ Fluker's life where he's like, "Yeah, you, you why, why don't you call me Lee?" People are like, "It ah, just doesn't feel right, man." Okay, that's cool. Call me Jesus. Let's go by DJ. Can we do DJ? <laughs> Meanwhile, AJ and AJ McCarron stands for AJ. <laughs> what, is, what does it stand for, Julio? Oh, Julio stands for Quintoris. That's Alabama math right there. Uh, the other, by the way, this is uh, one of my favorite other lines from this, by the way, is this, which is uh, the sticks and stuff employee who gets interviewed. And he says, he says this. One thing we make sure we never do is discount for students. And then three months later, <laughs> we discount for students. <laughs> we discount every day. <laughs> every day. Oh, and, and like as if this wasn't funnier, as if this wasn't like baby town frolics from the start. The dude, one of the dudes who's at the, the corner, the center of this is John Phillips, who is an attorney from Jacksonville a personal injury attorney whose who's law page, by the way, optimized for really crappy SEO, has really terrible parodies of lawyers' ads, including one where he defends a stop-motion Mr. Potato Head who's gotten bad plastic surgery. Good. So he's probably committing some sort of copyright infringement in that ad. <laughs> Way to go, University of Phoenix Law degree. <laughs> well, first of all, this also probably guarantees him a high-ranking office in the city of Jacksonville. But uh, he, he's also had, had some uh, some run-ins with SEC weirdness before. Like this guy is sort of becoming a recurring character. Yeah, like, he, he he edited the he edited the the, the, the Christy Malzahn video. Yeah. And then he, whatever the last scandal was, I can't keep these things straight. He had photos from somebody. Oh, it was the it was the Manziel thing. He alleged he had the photos, but they didn't appear. They were actually just of a Mr. Potato Head. It was the same damn Mr. Potato Head. It was just just the the, the bizarro Mr. Potato Head that got bad plastic surgery. Which I imagine bad plastic surgery claims probably quite a cottage industry in North Florida. So do you think he's just like running the running through the circuit trying to see which of these he can shake down? Because if if he hasn't succeeded at any of these SEC school SEC schools yet, it's is it going to be Mizzou at this point? Are they going to just pay him ten thousand dollars to go away? 
<laughs> Does Mizzou have ten thousand dollars to pay them to go away? That's the whole racket. <laughs> Does his do his aims just keep going lower and lower? Like he failed out at being an agent, and he's obviously bored with being a personal personal injury attorney, aka the like Redbird reading group lowest level possible of easy money lawyering specialties, right? And he's he's now just down to like, can I get five hundred dollars off Gary Pinkle? Like, I'll take, to, it, I'll, I'll take it in coupons. <laughs> to <laughs> make this guy disappear, like Arkansas, uh, Brett Bielema has to go into like the Christy Malzahn video remix business. <laughs> yeah. it seems lucrative, I guess. But he, he could probably go to Pinkle with a very poorly photoshopped like Pinkle photo, right? <laughs> a photo oh, of you. A photo of him. With like a really poorly drawn cartoon penis, right? And it would be like, you posted this new photo on Missouri's football <laughs> Twitter feed. And Pinkle's like, I hate myself. I want to die. Go away. Don't talk to me. And he's like, no, I have this. You have to give me five grand. And Pinkle's like, I got $200 in my wallet. Just take it. Go away. Please. Gary Pinkle, this is you drunk in public screaming. He's like, that looks like the Native American who accepted Marlon Brando's Academy Award. <laughs> but... No, no, that's um, you. That's you. All right. Who's 75? Yeah, here. God, just take it. Leave me alone. I hate myself. I don't want to die. Gary Pinkle. And then sort of a, well, Coach Pinkle, do you, do you do you need a hand? You know, and then we end up with a situation where, like, Brett Bielema ends up adopting Gary Pinkle. <laughs> this feels bad for the guy. I taught him how to love again. Atop, adopting him and giving him extremely high interest rate loans. <laughs> Oh, best believe Brett's getting his out of this. 17, 17% and 4% every month after six months. <laughs> but it's Bleed them like a heart full of Wisconsin cheese. It's 15% for family. Woo PMI suey. I mean, he is going to just make him bleed. Um, yeah, so amateurism. L L O L. If you're looking for us to talk about what's going to happen as a result of this or what the sort of long-term moral implications are. Uh, no. Nah. Also, nah. Um, let's talk for 11 seconds about uh, the Oklahoma State thing. Ready, go. It sucked. <laughs> All right. I stopped, so, I, I stopped um, reading it. Should, should we move along to something else now? Uh, just one quick note on that, by the way. I, I, I really like journalists falling all over each other to, to like – really pat themselves on the back over a story that credited that like used two dead guys as like case study. Right. These two guys, you know, they're just uh, dead. They're, they're definitely implicated in this over like a 10 year span of time. You know what we should do? We need to do an expose of like the 1941 Colgate flyers or whatever they are. Bears. Tigers, flyer bears. They're they're flyer bears. The flying bears, because those guys are all dead. Kirk, none of them defend themselves. Kirk, why don't we just put do this, this on my calendar? Why don't we just? I mean, Jason and I live reasonably close to each other. Um, who lives in the vacuum suck of the New York City area? We live in a place where we can actually get into a college football program with little to no barriers and just give people money. We could yeah, give yeah. them like we could go down to Georgia State and just give them twenty dollars. And just well, write. Well, shoot, I, I I think they're having another money drop this week or last <laughs> week. Or, <laughs> what we do is we just catch that in a bag and leave it right on the sideline. Who's gonna see it? 
exactly. Or you just do this. My, like, we create the entire story. We go down there and we're like, sources say, you know, number 17 took money. No, no, no. We, we just straight up say, I gave number I gave, 17 yeah. money. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's I, a vine of it happening. I, I tweeted I think, it I last we, week. I think we need to co-write it and trade off, right? That's what we need to okay, like, yeah. like exactly. Like I'll give some, you give some, and we're source one and source two, and we're the entire story self-contained, completely well sourced. And I think we need to spread it over like seventeen days. I think Here's breaking a 267 part expose Here's Georgia a, State football because <laughs> we had 267 dollars to spend on this investigation. So one dollar equals one day worth of reporting every but, single. But we time. give each story a different name, so it's like part seven treason, part eight environmental <laughs> terrorism. But it's all just we we gave another running back a dollar. <laughs> part 47. The time we bought someone's shoelaces at Walters. Like, go ahead. What's going to make this good is when you guys go to do this at Georgia State, but you don't actually have a list of who's on the football team, and you're just accidentally giving 20s out to random strangers. 20s? (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, we might be doing parking validation tokens. (laughs) For like the Georgia World Congress Center, and they'll be like, "I don't know how I got into that Bass Boat Show. Why don't you talk, son?" The NCAA's here. I got a parking token. Yeah, we're gonna end up at the Georgia Dome giving money to Atlanta Falcons. No one's gonna care about this story. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a botch. Why don't you just go to a Georgia State game with a T-shirt gun, load it with nickels, and fire it during the game? Because someone might return, onto the some, field. Someone might return fire. <laughs> That's a very real possibility because in Georgia, you can carry a gun into a church. Does that include a t-shirt gun? <laughs> oh hell yeah, <laughs> God, that'd be fantastic. Now, now, Ryan, uh, um, let me let me break this down for you. T-shirt gun. What's the second word in that? Shirt. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's real smart. You can't outsmart these boys from up there. Let me go ahead. The the last word in that sentence, however many words it is, is gun, which means you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But but then why is Gunner Keel not uh, allowed in a church in Georgia? Because he he doesn't have a gun. You gotta have a gun. Catholic, sir. Yeah, he is Catholic, so he does worship the whore of Babylon. Let's get that straight. ND Nation, I was raised Catholic. Don't get on my ass about this. Go sue go sue Michigan for libel. ND Nation is not listening to an internet podcast. No, they're not 28 minutes in either. I will tell they're, you that. They're only listening to a radio if it has to be cranked. <laughs> or if it has a giant glowing dial that's like, Orphan Annie, molested by the Nazis. <laughs> uh, which, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a great show, ND Nation. I don't want to take you away from that or from your decoder ring. Um... But uh, this, by the way, uh, I would also say this about the Oklahoma State case. I really can't wait for the sex part because there's nothing better than reporters writing about sex. Like, like I expect like the Steve Carell sandbag speech from the forty-year-old virgin. Like that's that's what that's how titillating I think this is going to be, right? Oh no, no, this is going to be hot. Still water hot. It's going to be good, good stuff. <laughs> they got they got those pokem paddles they wave around in the crowd. <laughs> Somebody puts on a Pistol Pete mask. If this doesn't end with an oiled-up T. Boone Pickens making horrific puns about wind power, I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what Come else I can get. Come spin the turbine. 
<laughs> let me show you, let me show you the power of green energy. I'll give but you it, a fracking. <laughs> like, why is it so loud? Be- because it's a wind turbine. <laughs> why are the, literally? Why why are the lights dim? Well, I rely on solar energy. Also, it's sexy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I tend to think this story is uh, mostly, I tend to think it's mostly really well done bullshit. So that's that, and I, I stand by that. Like, wow, that's really well documented and all in the wrong interest of everything. But, oh, man, are people talking about how well done it is. Like, if I see one more person on Twitter say, investigative journalism is hard, I, I really don't care. Yeah, I, I've noticed that in all of our many, 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 many stories on the people associated with the program or coming out to slam the story, we always make sure to say it's well done, it's 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 organized, it's orderly, everything is itemized and notarized. Um, we say these things because you know because we feel like we have to. Because we're not we're, out, we're not out to get the story. It's because all, we're middle uh, school all spelled English right. Teachers, yes. Yeah, it's all spelled right, but you know it's 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 very much in the the vein of like. Here, I have produced something. Okay, that's great. Is, is that what is that what we needed? Like Yahoo, I will give them credit for this. Yahoo did that whole thing, okay? And they didn't fuck up like they did last time. They did that whole thing, and right on top of it, as a companion piece, they have this kneecapping Dan Wetzel Jeremiah against the entire notion of amateurism that co-publishes at the same time. It's like advocacy documentation and nut kicking all lined up at the same time. It's perfect. That's exactly what they were doing. Instead of this like five piece, uh, you know, like winds of war, uh, you know, Ken Burns documentary, brain damaged Herman woke of the sporting world, like the saga of Oklahoma state over a 10 year period of time where they had people cheating at margins that were probably similar to the general population and smoking weed and having sex just like everybody else. Just read the piece with the Lawrence of Arabia theme music playing, and you will really get a sense of the richness and the vastness <laughs> the, the that they painted. Of still water. <laughs> just by the way, I'm now just seeing like Les Miles in that like white robe, wandering the desert in the Messiah pose with the sun <laughs> behind him, right framed beautifully, holding up the wrong number on his hand. John Chavis is you know the Omar Sharif character lined up next to him, going, "He's the chosen one." He will lead us to freedom or Baton Rouge, whichever one comes first. Probably Baton Rouge. Um, you want to talk about next week a little bit? You know, like actual football? Like, like, like tomorrow. Like, we actually have a hell of a game on it, you know, 7.30 Eastern. Yeah, Troy. <laughs> close. Very close. Close. There's a T in it. Tulane. And I that think if you add even up closer, I think if you add up all the people offered a scholarship, it equals the rosters of both of these teams. If you take Troy's offers, all 123 people on scholarship, uh, TCU and Texas Tech in Lubbock. Yeah, yeah, you don't. We're talking about offense versus defense. We're talking about a big Thursday nighter after last week uh, of trying not to compete with the NFL. But, you know, you hey, listen, you were talking about Lubbock at night. So, really. There could it, be dragons. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's not an exaggeration. There could be, a, a, at one point, a giant dragonfly vampire thing could abduct Gary Patterson, who probably wouldn't fight too much. Gary he Patterson. would love that. He loves wildlife. 
Exactly. He'd be like, somebody put this on Earth Picks. I'm hoping Gary Patterson, like, realizes he's going to be on TV with Cliff Kingsbury and decides he's going to, well, I'm not going to let this guy out handsome me. And he's very obviously wearing a girdle that's visible <laughs> under his fit <laughs> shirt. It just does his pants hiked up extra high. <laughs> extra high because, like, hair parted even farther over. A little some, bit, little bit of guy liner. I can't decide what part of Gary Patterson's body has been cut away. But it's something between the knees and the nipples. Like, he's missing some torso or some leg. And one leg may, may be shorter than the other. If you see him, he kind of has, like, a little, you know, cowboy walk to him. He kind of looks like a planet that had half of it knocked away by an asteroid. Yeah, at one point, and, and by the way, that might really have happened to him. He's lived in Texas long enough. It's a big territory. Might have been hit by an asteroid. As valid a theory as we possibly have. Um, I, I would also, by the way, point your interest toward uh, UCLA, Nebraska. Because Nebraska is going to give up 600 yards of offense to UCLA. Is Boston College USC a game that we have to care about for all of the wrong reasons? <laughs> no, all of the right ones. Okay. What? Because Boston College is going to win? Uh, no, no, no. I think we're I think we're a week early on this. Because I think Utah State is the one that beats USC at home. Oh, I, I think USC is more than capable of a three-game losing streak. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm not saying that's impossible. I'm just saying that, and, I, and I'm saying this by the way, USC fans, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Um, I'm just saying you got some more to go. You, you got a little more to go. <laughs> I'm having a good time. We'll keep it going. <laughs> the party doesn't stop until Keith Moon says it stops. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I think that's a, a possibility too delicious for me to really entertain as a possibility, right? Just picture Adazio being carried off the field and every USC fan saying, there's a guy who knows how to win in the Coliseum. Wow. Yeah. I can see it. We're there. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that's real and that's <laughs> happening. Um, I like blood, so I'm going to watch both Louisville, Kentucky, and Tennessee, Oregon. Yeah, that seems fair. Uh, nobody's going to watch Georgia Tech Duke, I assume. No, oh, Sir. There sure. is uh, Stanford Army, which that game could be over in eight minutes, considering no one will throw the ball. You know, that game will actually probably be like 24 to 3. Uh, we got Bethune-Cookman FIU, where FIU is the underdog. <laughs> A three-point underdog. So Bethune-Cookman can win, and it's not an upset. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and call this, which is Washington at Illinois, which I believe is in Soldier Field. Yes. Yeah, which you you want to take about putting a five hundred dollar frame and putting a three dollar porno pick in the middle of it? <laughs> Washington, Illinois. Washington, Illinois is going to feature at least four players who go on to be bitterly disappointing players for the Chicago Bears. At least, at that's least, the, that's the best part. Is that the scouting apparatus will say, "Oh." Well, we did a lot of work, and we did objectively. <laughs> and in reality, we'll all look back on this day, right? We'll all look back on September 13th, uh, or September 14th, uh, 2013, and think, they just saw him, and they're like, ooh, that guy's good. We should draft him. He was nice to me after the game. Move him up the board. He'll be I, saw, I saw him throw a football. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't sound poor. We should draft him. 
I want to uh, point out that Oklahoma State is set to take out all its frustrations on some asshole named Lamar. Yeah, Lamar deserves it. Yeah, it's Lammer. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Lamer. You know, Lamar can't do it all by himself, but he'll take a check for it. He'll take that $350,000 happily. Uh, so that's just another example of Oklahoma State rigging a course, huh? Huh? Somebody needs to write about that because they're going to pass this test, huh? Uh, I would go ahead and also point you gentlemen to the direction of Ohio State Cal, which is in Berkeley and involves the nation's leading passer, Jared Goff, a freshman. More yardage than anyone else, zero defense, and absolutely deadly. This now, be, do you think this will be the first game in which a team defending a spread offense finds its coach faking an injury? <laughs> Not to say that he's done that before. <laughs> Bama killed Earth. <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm all hung up on the running gag of Bama fans going into like hospice and finding somebody. They're like, he's about to go. They're getting up in his face and just screaming. Oh yeah, made you quit. Saving made you quit. And how how have we, how have we skipped right over Iowa Iowa State? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> we, probably because both teams lost to uh, subpar competition last week. But it's going to be very. The, the nice thing about Iowa Iowa State is this is the first time in a while that I think either team can win this game and their fans will still be pissed off. <laughs> No matter, no one's gonna be. That's the well, best thing about this no, rivalry. No matter who wins, you're like, yeah, of course we beat them. They fucking suck. That's the best part. Everyone loses in this rivalry. <laughs> no matter what happens. Uh, I, I, a few more quick notes. Uh, South Carolina, they could drop this game to Vandy. They really easily could drop this game to Vandy, and oh, what hilarity that would be. For Vandy just lying in the weeds to just buck up, kick their ass at home, and have Spurrier at one and two on the year. Well, then I guess we'll have to drop Georgia in the rankings, won't we? Yeah, we strength the schedule. I Go. mean, if Vandy Vandy won in South Carolina, Georgia had to do it at home. All benefiting, by the way, the conspiracy of putting Old Miss on the top, already two and zero, and heading into Austin, Texas, for that dominant Longhorn defense. Here comes oh. the doctor. <laughs> Only available on Longhorn Network. Yeah, ready for his Longhorn Network close-up. Oh. It's, like, it's like obscure medical footage. Tell you. Find oh. via the university. All part of the plan. They wanted to make sure Dr. Bo did his surgery in the dark, so they put it on the Longhorn Network. Dr. Bo! Dr. Uh, Bo! Have we, have, we over, have we talked about uh, Wisconsin traveling to Arizona State and probably sweating off like 80 pounds that night? <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, they're going to go to Mexican restaurants and they'll be like, can we get some queso? And then oh, they'll God. Go, oh. They're oh. going to shut that town down. Uh, this, <laughs> this queso didn't come with a straw. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This would be Wazoo fans traveling to SEC bars of, like, of Big Ten Pac-12 relations. Although this is a good matchup, this may be, by the way, like when we look back at it this season, this may be the highest average BAC per fan of any game because Arizona State, uh, that's a, that's a damaged, raging place in terms of student life, and then Wisconsin is Wisconsin. They're the nation's leader in binge drinking, and this is their college football team. And with this their is fans. a uh, an eight thirty local kick. 
Yeah, 10.30 Eastern. So they've had all day to just drink cheese and beer and cheese and beer. And then they walk in that stadium with low humidity and a very, very, very low understanding of hydration. This could be amazing. Somebody's going to get naked. <laughs> Some, somebody's having a premature stroke. Yeah. <laughs> that's happening. Uh, by the way, Wisconsin, like, that's actually probably, like, the hidden gem on this weekend. Because that, that could be really fun. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not Kansas at Rice, but what is? <laughs> Charlie Weiss. Literally. About, Charlie Weiss. About <laughs> what to, is that? Charlie Weiss about to lose to food again. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, I, I didn't mean that that way. I meant it in the Rice way, not that Charlie Weiss loses to food. Charlie Weiss beats the shit out of food. <laughs> oh, Dr. Bo. Uh, one last one last call. On all of this, uh, that I would just point out, which is that uh, Florida State's going to going to be playing Nevada, uh, which uh, if if you like to see a pistol get dismantled, attention old NFL fans who are bitter that something new happened, you should watch this game. Color me surprised. There's a pistol in Tallahassee. That's where we're so ending. That, that's where we're ending it. That's perfect. Okay, good. <laughs>